Hello, everyone. Hi, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. My name's Emily. I'm one of the English tutors from Canada, uh, lived in the UK, and now I'm streaming you to you from the Dominican Republic. So for me, it is good morning. <laughs> so far, we have Mimin and Helgonat in the chat. Come say hi. Today we're going to talk about sleeping and uh, one of my favorite things, napping. <laughs> um, so I'm curious to hear if this is also something that you like. We're going to talk a bit about the science behind napping, how to have a good nap, um, what are the positives and negatives of napping, a wide variety of topics today. If at any time you're not sure about some vocabulary, or you have any random question or comment, please pop it in the chat. Awesome. Okay, so napping. As I said, we'll go through the science, a bit of the culture around it too, because this is different in different countries, um, what they consider a nap and also whether it's seen positively and how do we do it? So first of all, a brief definition. So it's to sleep lightly or briefly, especially during the day. Um, it's all about relaxation, reducing fatigue, increasing alertness, improving your mood, uh, improving performance, and giving you quicker reaction time and better memory. <laughs> all right, so we have Bodek from Ukraine, Hamid, Sophie, Cordy from Bilbao. Uh, Ulbas and Susie saying, hi, nappers. Hello, nappers. Welcome to our napping stream. <laughs> Please, I hope it's not so boring that you want to take a nap, but maybe after you have a nap and it helps you remember what you've learned. <laughs> awesome. Excellent. So Mameen's asking, is nap resting? Yeah. So a nap is usually when you take a sleep um, for a short amount of time during the day or as they say in Spain, siesta, as Cordy says. Awesome, cool, we have a wide variety of people here today. And I would like to know, do you like to nap? So yes, short naps, so maybe up to 20 minutes, long naps, an hour and a half or more. No, I can't nap. Some people just find they'll lay down in bed in the middle of the day and their body won't let them sleep or no, then I can't sleep at night. So what is it for you? So we definitely do have a streaming group of nappers today. <laughs> um, everyone, most people seem to enjoy napping. Awesome, and a couple people say they can't quite, so maybe we'll give them some tips if they want to try. <laughs> okay, so what do you think are the downsides of napping? So what is the problem? Um, if you take a nap in the day, maybe, and it's, it's not quite at the right time or something. Let's see what people suggest. In the meantime, I'll go back to the chat, see who we have. Luisa from Venezuela, Louis from Mexico, Yuger from Spain, Eli from Florida, Jaima from Gandia Beach in Spain, Maya from Manchester. Awesome. Sue 
Mufti from Somalia, Wijo from Morocco, and Natalie from Natalia from Moscow. So we have a lot of the world covered today, which is great. So we can all share about what it is like in our own cultures around this topic. At any time, please feel free to share your thoughts in the chat. Okay. So problems with taking naps in the in um Let's see here in the answers. So you might get nerves. Yeah, absolutely. So I think if you don't have too long of a nap, it might help reduce your nerves, but it could, um, could increase that if it's too long. Um, someone saying they can't sleep, so it's not for them. Might be hard to sleep at night or give you what's called insomnia. So that's when you aren't able to sleep at night. It's called insomnia. Um, someone says they might get headaches. You might work up, wake up worse than before. Yeah, absolutely. So sometimes you wake up, especially if you woke up, let's say, in the middle of a dream and you feel kind of groggy. Um, groggy is when you're kind of tired and you can't quite open your eyes. Um, disoriented, so you're like, where am I? What's, what's going on? Um, and yeah, some people just have trouble sleeping. Uh, Perfect. Yeah. Reduced alertness after waking up. Yeah. Immediately after you might feel kind of not so alert. <laughs> Apparently in Kazakhstan, everyone enjoys resting. So there are no downsides. Interesting. Yeah. So there's definitely cultural differences in how we perceive whether napping is a good thing or not. Cool. And Dima, welcome to your first stream with me. Hello. <laughs> Um, if you want to know a bit more about me, there's a Q&A stream you can check out as well. Um, I've been a streamer for just about a couple weeks now, so there's a few out there. Okay, and so I would like to know, if you're tired generally then, are you the type of person who will, if you have time, you'll go have a nap? Or if you're tired, will you go get a coffee or some other caffeinated beverage? So right now for me, I've decided to go for some caffeine <laughs> at the moment. It's uh, seven in the morning here where I am in the Dominican Republic. Mm. All right. So Hema saying, problem is sleeping so much. Aram, listening while cooking, perfect. Multitasking while watching your stream is totally, <laughs> totally welcome. Uh, <coughs> Sissy says, sometimes you're in the middle of an amazing dream and then you wake up and you're in a bad mood then. Um, I find that I can usually fall back to sleep and kind of restart the dream sometimes. Not always, though. Not always. Um, okay. Sweet. So, looks like the majority of people are saying they would prefer a nap. So if they had the time, they would rather have a nap than some caffeine. Okay, so what are the problems if you're not getting enough sleep? Let's say you don't have enough sleep during the night. And so, or, or maybe you work night shifts, maybe you're like a nurse or a doctor. Um, what are the problems if you don't catch up on your sleep? So you're going to have decreased productivity. You might have accidents. So if you're working in factories or anything to do with machines, it's very important to get enough sleep. You might start having memory issues 
when you sleep, it gives your body a chance to kind of process the day or process anything you've learned. So if you're not getting enough, then that isn't happening. You could have mood changes. So being irritable or short with people if you don't get enough sleep. Um, you can have weight gain um, and chronic health issues, other chronic health issues, such as diabetes, heart disease, and depression. Um, you, you guys asking, what does gain mean? So it means goes up. So you either have weight gain or weight loss. Um, and so, yeah, these, these could be short-term effects, but they can also be long-term effects if you have a persistent or continuing lack of sleep. And so we asked before who would rather have a nap or a coffee, and it has been proven that naps are better for you than having some coffee, some caffeine. So the idea is that naps versus coffee boost your learning. So as I said, that's your time to like process um, things that you're learning. So let's say you're studying for a big exam. If you study and then have a nap, that will help you get that new information in your brain. It actually is shown to improve alertness overall versus coffee and generally improve your cognitive abilities without having the kind of caffeine crash that you can sometimes have later. So some people said it's kind of hard for them to nap or that maybe they wake up groggy. So what are some of the things that you can do to try and uh, try and improve it? So the idea is to keep it pretty short. So maybe 10 to 20 minutes. If you nap longer, then you're more likely to feel tired afterwards. I've also read that if you try to get one full uh, circadian, I think it's called like a circadian kind of rhythm in, which can be an hour and a half, that's also another good amount of time. So either 20 minutes or an hour and a half. If you have somewhere in between, that's kind of when you're going through your sleep cycle often, depending how long it takes you to fall asleep. And that's when you wake up feeling a bit off. But if you're able to finish a full cycle, then that's good. Even if you don't actually fall asleep, just closing your eyes and kind of meditating for a bit um, can have a lot of the same impacts as napping. So there's plenty of apps out there now that can guide you through meditation and allow you to lower your blood pressure and relax. Um, early afternoon is important so you don't mess up your evening sleep. So apparently, again, this is the internet, but I think I would tend to agree. Um, they say the ideal nap time would be between 1 and 3 p.m. for 20 minutes or that hour and a half that we talked about. Um, and finally, try to find a quiet, dark place with a comfortable room temperature and few distractions. I find for myself, if it's too hot, then it's really tough to sleep and you're just kind of tossing and turning. Um, or if it's too cold, of course, too, you might just be trying to bundle up and be in a blanket, but you're too cold to sleep. Um, so in the chat, you guys are saying that they replaced coffee with mate in Argentina. Yeah, mate is a very, very strong, um, strong form of tea. I think it has higher caffeine than coffee. So yeah, when I'm talking about coffee, you could also just switch that out for whatever caffeine is normal in your country whether that's a tea, 
like mate or green tea in some countries, things like that. Um, <clears throat> so I'm curious to know, what is the most unique place you have taken a nap? So, you know, some people might have really long commutes or work journeys, um, or like journeys from home into work. So maybe they like to nap on the train. Um, maybe you had a really long layover and so you had to take a nap in the airport, which isn't necessarily that unique, but <laughs> could be. Um, maybe you like to take a nap in a hammock. So that's those um, kind of, I don't know if described as a bed, but that's somewhere to relax. That's usually between two trees and attached on as a hammock. Uh, okay, let's see what people are saying here. So on the sofa, yeah, that's classic. Maybe you're watching some TV and then you just, either you turn it off or you just fall asleep with it still on. Um, at my aunt's wedding, that's funny. <laughs> Maybe it was a very long, long day. Uh, in your car, absolutely. If you're driving, if you're on a long journey and you feel like you need a nap, the best thing to do is to pull over somewhere safe um, and have a nap before you continue. It's not safe to drive when you're tired in the kitchen. <laughs> so maybe there's um, maybe there's a nice bench seat or something in your kitchen at the office. Yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about napping at the office, actually, at work. Beach. In a sofa. Working in medicine. Under a tree. Yeah, that's wonderful. In a park. Somewhere relaxing. on a stretcher. Ooh. So maybe you were at the hospital. <laughs> I guess, oh, medical doctor. Okay, that makes sense. Yes. So on a stretcher, maybe if you're working at the hospital and you need to find somewhere to nap, you pull a stretcher. So that's what people who are sick or going into surgery would be put on. Is it called a stretcher? Um, and Mamin's asking, have or do a nap? So it can be have a nap or take a nap that in the chat and in Spain if you sleep just before lunch it's called siesta del borrego interesting I think borrego stomach right Hema, so maybe that's that's why on the couch and the table so lots of variety here um okay back to the coffee versus napping because there's actually a way to have the best of both worlds. <laughs> and it's what could be called, now this isn't a very common term, but <laughs> it could be called a nappuccino. So it's like a cappuccino, but nappuccino, a coffee nap. So what happens is that the effects of caffeine, coffee or tea takes about 30, 20 to 30 minutes to hit you. So what you can do is actually have some coffee, go lay down for your nap, set your alarm, for 20 minutes. And then as you're napping, uh, there's a chemical in your brain which reduces while you nap. So it's called andenosine. It's kind of the sleepy uh, chemical. So during the day while you're awake, it's increasing, increasing, increasing. And when you nap, it decreases, decreases, decreases. And so if you have this nap for 20 minutes um, while you had the coffee, then your body is able to absorb more of the caffeine and it makes it more effective. 
So you have the adenosine going down, caffeine going up, and overall, you're going to feel a lot better. So this is something I used a lot um, for sleep, for studying when I was in university. And uh, it's also shown to reduce that feeling of grogginess, that feeling when you wake up and you're just kind of like, where am I? Oh, not feeling good. Um, so this is kind of one of the things that I used a lot. Let me know if, in the chat if that's something that you've ever done to take a coffee nap. Cool. All right. Susie saying coffee is my favorite in the morning. Me too. Generally, I try not to drink coffee or caffeine after maybe 12 or 1 p.m. If I have caffeine after that, then I might have difficulty sleeping. I'll be laying in bed and I could just feel my heart still, still going uh, too strongly from that caffeine. And we have Malale saying, hello, how are you doing? I'm doing great today. Um, I hope you're doing well too, wherever you are. <clears throat> okay, and what about culture? So we already heard about Spain, of course, with the siesta. Um, other countries kind of practice this siesta idea um, that you take a break in the middle of the day. And there's a few other specifics for, for cultures. So in Japan, there's a practice called inimuri, which means being present while sleeping. And so the, rather than finding a quiet place away from people, it's the idea that it's seen as kind of honorable to fall asleep in front of other people, even when you're meant to be doing other things. So it's understood to meant that the person who's sleeping is so dedicated to their work and they've been working so hard that they're just temporarily uh, exhausted by it. <laughs> um, so this could be, you know, however, however long, but it's seen as kind of like, oh, they're working really hard, they need a break. So not, not negatively seen in front of other people. <clears throat> in Iceland, there's an interesting uh, culture around napping for children. So uh, let me just find this here. <laughs> ah, there it is. Yes. Okay. So in Iceland, it's a very cold and windy climate, but uh, they believe that napping outdoors is good for your health as the fresh air helps to build um, healthy lungs. And so they will actually take their kids outside when they are infants in their stroller and they'll leave them outside to breathe in the cold air because they think it's good to help build strong lungs. Interesting. And so even adults will decide to uh, take a nap outside. I'm curious if any of you agree with that or if you would, if you would try that. The next one is in China, uh, a midday nap. I'm not sure how to pronounce this exactly, but maybe something like wushui. wushui. Um, and so in China, there's a culture around taking a midday nap. So right at noon, um, and this is for students or workers. You'll even see in some office spaces, they'll have an area with uh, you know, sleeping mats and bags that people take out to have a nap at lunch. So that's very common at, at office buildings. And then uh, around the cities, you'll find places where you can go and rent a pod. And we'll, we'll see some pictures of pods later, but rent a pod to go have a sleep in. 
And so this is really different from um, from many Western cultures, including North America. Um, there's more of a culture around work, 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 have another coffee. Oh, I've had like five or six coffees today. I'm, you know, I'm working so hard. But uh, sometimes, as we know, if you have too much caffeine, it can kind of make you like jittery and um, <clears throat> less effective. So it's interesting that we don't quite have this napping culture in North America because it can be so good for our physical and mental health um, and our productivity. So I wonder why we haven't um, haven't been able to find a way to kind of embrace the nap a bit more like other cultures have. Um, seems like some of the big tech companies have, but uh, that's about it. Um, so we went through a few countries there and what they do. So Spain, Iceland, uh, Japan, China. Are there any unique napping or sleeping customs in your country where you're from? Let's see what people say. Um, so we already heard about the one where you sleep before lunch. Could also be some customs with children if you have some ideas of what people do with putting their kids uh, to nap or sleep. Let's see if you have some ideas. Mamine saying napping at the office was not usual in France when I worked. Perhaps it has changed. Yeah, I think in France too, it's not it's not common um, from what I understand. Again, maybe some of the big tech companies would have those sort of pods in places where people can go use them. Um, but in general, I don't think it's it's very common. Okay, so in Gaf Afghanistan after dinner, interesting. So I wonder if that means you would have a nap after dinner, but then you actually wake up and then go back to sleep. Because um, I feel like for me, if I have a nap after dinner, I'm going to have a hard time waking up until the next morning. Another one, another, not someone else saying it after dinner. Yeah, so maybe it helps with the digestion to lay down for a bit. Sleep in home clothes. Okay. Yeah, I would say that um, the only thing that comes to mind for me is that there's definitely a napping culture um around students like around university students i remember that um, at my university university of british columbia in vancouver um whenever you went to the libraries you would always see lots of people having naps uh, everywhere one of the reasons is because it was a big commuter school which means that not everyone lives on the university campus so maybe they've come from two hours away, they had their classes, and then they go have a nap in the library. Or maybe it is because they're studying so hard. Um, but there was actually at one point, a kind of funny Facebook group set up of people um, catching nappers. So they would find people napped all over the campus and pictures of people sleeping. It was, it was a bit weird. I think it was called like, caught napping at UBC or something. Um, okay. And not saying after dinner in the kindergarten. So maybe you mean after lunch. So dinner is the evening meal. Unless maybe kindergarten does go until dinner. 
Um, kindergarten usually would be like five and six-year-olds, so maybe after their lunchtime. Uh, okay, Malali says after dinner until next morning. So I would call that just having a sleep. If it's if it's longer than um, an hour and a half or two hours, and it's during the evening, it's just going to sleep rather than taking a nap. Mm. And you, you guys said in Argentina and the big cities, the nap culture doesn't exist because work the work schedules are very um, very fixed, and they don't have places to take a nap at work. Okay, so cool. All right. Napping at work. Cool. So here I've talked about this, uh, this nap pod a little bit. And so here's an example. I remember visiting one of my friends at work and he was working at Google and they have these little nap pods. So you could find them just in the hallway and they fold over. It makes it very dark and uh, you can play music, um, set exactly the level you want to sit at. And it's a wonderful way to grab a nap after a meeting, after lunch. Um, some other things that people could do with work. I had a colleague who, um, who would um, take a hammock to the park. So the hammock, remember, you put it between two trees. And so that was a great way that he found he could have a nap at work. And um, let's see here. Some co companies might also have that sort of nap room. So uh, yes, maybe it's a room with sort of some beds or bunks where you're able to go. Particularly, um, someone mentioned they work in medicine. So at the hospitals, I think they would have these sort of nap rooms for people working long shifts. All right. Mamacita, yes, sorry, I'm sniffing a lot right now. I have a bit of a bit of a cold. So my throat is a bit dry and my nose is a bit stuffed up. I think it's from being in too much air conditioning. Um, right now I'm in a hot country. So when I come into the air conditioning and out, sometimes it can congest me and my throat's very dry at the moment. So hopefully you can understand me. Um, all right. And in Turkey, uh, it's an Islamic custom to have a before noon nap. Awesome. Cool. So what about in public? So this is at the office. All right. So there's some different ways that you can do this to make it work better for you. You can bring some props. So props are kind of items. Uh, sunglasses, maybe some dark ones so people can't see that you're sleeping. Some headphones to block out noise. A timer, of course, that could just be your phone. And something cozy. So maybe uh, a nice sweater or something if you're going to be somewhere colder. Uh, another option for people who are napping on the way to work is to decide to change into your work clothes later. So keep on some comfortable home clothes. And when you get to the office, you can switch into your formal clothes if you need to wear them. Um, now, let's say you're looking to nap at an airport. You might be tempted by that sort of dark, uh, dark corner, 
and uh, it looks, you know, inviting because it's going to be quiet and there's no one around. But actually, it's better not to be somewhere too isolated. <clears throat> it is better to stay somewhere near staff. Think about safety first. And uh, ideally for location as well, if you can find somewhere to lean up against a window or a wall. And keep your belongings close. Uh, so if you're going to nap, maybe put your arm through your backpack and hold it towards you rather than putting it beside you. This goes for also, um, for instance, I've napped on maybe a long public bus before and I would keep my bag with valuables on my, uh, on my lap. So that's when you're seated down on your lap and maybe put a blanket over top of that even. So keep your belongings close. Cool. So let's go to some idioms. Catnap, a very brief but restful period of sleep. So an example of this, I'm going to try to squeeze in a catnap before my next shift starts or else I'll feel sluggish for the entire day. So sluggish, slug is that little creature that kind of looks like a worm, but a bit bigger. And um, they move very slowly. So that's what's meant by sluggish. To sleep on it. So when you have an important decision to make and you don't want to make it in a hurry, you sleep on it. Uh, so it means that you're wanting to get some distance from uh, making a decision. You want to um, kind of think about it more. So if you wake up, and you're like, yeah, I'm going to do it. You've slept on it. You've decided. You've reflected. Um, it might be that you wake up and you decide, no, I'm not going to do that. And that's great, too. You had the time, remember, for your brain to process while you slept. Okay. Another idiom here, hit the hay. Or also, you might have heard, hit the sack. So this is when you're telling another person you're going to bed. So you might say, um... Oh, hey, honey, I'm going to hit the hay. I'm really tired. Um, and so why do we say this? So until, like over 100 years ago, people would actually fill their mattresses with hay. Or they might have literally been a sack that was filled. And so that's why we still even say today, even though mattresses are rarely, if ever, um, made with hay today, um, we still say, I'm going to hit the sack or hit the hay. So it's an idiom from more than 100 years ago. Okay, so we talked a little bit about um, napping at work, in public, why it's good, why uh, too much could be bad. What do you do to relax and get ready for a nap? So um, for me, I think having a very dark environment is important. So sometimes I use an eye mask. Uh, I would make sure I'm wearing comfortable clothing, so nothing that's too restricting. Hmm, what else could we say? Hmm, I also sometimes like to sleep with some headphones that play white noise. So white noise is like that sound of static, like shh. Um, often people use it for their kids to sleep, white noise machines, but I have some headphones that play that, so it blocks out everything else around me. Okay. Let's see. What do you do to relax? Do you maybe light a candle? Put some incense on? The incense are those sticks you light. 
Uh, okay. So Malale <clears throat> had said they go to bed right after dinner. And one of the reasons is because they have the call to prayer early in the morning um, in Afghanistan every day, of course, makes sense. So your whole day starts earlier. So you need to go to bed earlier as well. Ahid thinks we don't have any, <laughs> there's not enough relaxation in this world. <clears throat> Um, Malale says feels better laying down on bed. So rather than being somewhere else, if you need to relax, go to your bed. <clears throat> okay. Doing meditation or yoga. Yeah, perfect. So some stretches or um, running through a meditation. So helping to clear your mind. <clears throat> Going for a walk. Perfect. Or sitting somewhere in silence, taking some fresh air, relaxing clothes, put on some music. Perfect. And Yuger says they can they don't have insomnia, insomnia and they can sleep everywhere. So you're one of the lucky ones <clears throat> with sleep and in, in perfect. Okay. So Awesome. Lots of lots of different ideas here. So maybe if you're some one of the people who has a difficult time napping, you've got a couple of ideas today. Um, and so we're all in different time zones right now. As I said, I'm in Dominican Republic. So at the moment, it's 7.30 a.m. where I am. Um, but I'm curious, are you ready for a nap right now? Are you somewhere in the world where you're starting to feel a bit tired? Maybe you had caffeine in the morning, but it's wearing off. How are you feeling right now? Another idea in the chat is listening to podcasts. Absolutely. Particularly if the person has a very soothing voice that can help you fall asleep. All right. So there's a mix. Yes, people ready for a nap. Half and half. I guess we're all over the world, aren't we? So makes sense. I think for myself, um, might have a nap in the sun later. <laughs> Between one and three, as, as people suggest to do. But thank you so much for joining the stream today about napping. If you have any other ideas of topics you would like to talk about, pop them in the chat now or join another stream and let us know through the chat. If you, uh, if you would like to do some one-to-one -one lessons on the Chatterbug website, there's live lessons, which are 45 minutes. I'll put a link here. I think it gives you 25% off on your first month. Um, so you can speak with me or there's plenty of other tutors from around the world. So if you wanna hear different accents, it's a great way to practice. Uh, we usually go through some activities and then we can talk about whatever topic you like. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Thanks for joining. And um, there'll be another stream shortly. So hope to see you there. Take care. Bye.